Hi everyone, welcome to Understand the Bible. This week we're going to be looking at Psalm 15 in our Thought for the Week and we're thinking about what a good person looks like. So in the last session, Psalm 14, we were thinking about uh, what is a good person and here, this psalm, we're thinking about what a good person looks like. And just to let you know if you're following these live, that this will be the last Thought for the Week before Christmas. Uh, Christmas, as I'm recording this, is just a, a week tomorrow. So this will be the last one before Christmas and then we'll pick up again in the new year just to let you know that there will be a bit of a gap in Understand the Bible over the next uh, next couple of weeks. If you're following this at a completely, if you're watching this in the middle of August or something, then obviously <laughs> no relevance to you whatsoever. Um, but Psalm 15 will be relevant. So Psalm 15, uh, let me read it out and then we'll think about it. Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? The one whose way of life is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart, whose tongue utters no slander, who does no wrong to a neighbour and casts no slur on others, who despises a vile person, but honours those who fear the Lord, who keeps an oath even when it hurts and does not change their mind, who lends money to the poor without interest, who does not accept a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things will never be shaken. Okay, so he starts out, David starts out by saying, who may dwell in your, your sacred tent and live on your holy mountain? What does he, he mean there? The sacred tent is the reference to the tabernacle. Now that, that was where God dwelt with his people as they were going through the wilderness. And then the holy mountain is a reference to the temple where, uh, again, God dwelt with the, the Israelites. And that was kind of where where God was present with his people. So what David is saying here is who can walk with God, who can live and dwell and, and enjoy all the blessings of knowing God and, and enjoy life as it was meant to be. This is what uh, what David is saying here, who has um, is able to, to, to walk with God. And so he, he says, this is what it looks like. It's the one whose way of life is blameless and who does what is righteous. So it's saying someone who does what God wants them to do, someone who lives life in the way that God wants us to live our lives. That's essentially without, um, not, not someone who, who goes off and, and sins. Um, that's what he's talking about. And we'll think we'll come on to that more in a bit. But but what does what kind of life does that look like, practically speaking? And this is what the rest of the psalm is about, kind of talking about what it it looks like to live a life in the way that God wants us to in a, you know, in a nutshell. So the first thing is that it's someone who speaks the truth from their heart. Uh, I've become more and more aware of why truth is so important over the last few months. You know that uh, two or three years ago, the um, Oxford Dictionary had post-truth as their word of the year. And our society has, be you know, truth has become very, um, it it's not something that is honoured, I think, by, by very many people. Uh, but this is what, what David says, that you know, we need to be people who speak the truth from the heart you know we need to be people who search out the truth who speak it and and who who defend it you know we because god is truth and god is a truthful god he wants us to be people who seek the truth as well 
actually I just wrote a little blog post about truth on my own personal blog. I'll put the link to it down there if you want to look more into the kind of biblical principles of truth and where we might be going wrong at the moment. So verse 3 then, so if, if we are to be people of truth, uh, in uh, the opposite of that it says, whose tongue utters no slander, who does no wrong to a neighbour and casts no slur on others. So we should be people who speak the truth and not people who lie about our neighbours. Words can be very hurtful and, and harmful and damaging. And when we lie about other people, that causes real, real damage. You know that, that little saying that may have been taught to you as a child, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But that's not true, is it? That words can be very hurtful and that we're not to be people, particularly um, if, you, if you speak the truth to someone and they get hurt, then you know, it's still the truth. But if we lie about someone and they get hurt, then that is that's on us. And so so we are to be people who are careful in what we say about others, not to slander them or put a slur on them, not to do wrong to them in that way, but to speak the truth. Uh, the New Testament in Ephesians chapter five, I think, verse 18, it says we should speak the truth in love. And that's the, what we should do with our words rather than slandering or putting slurs on people. Speak the truth in love. We should, verse 4, it says, despise a vile person, but honour those who fear the Lord. So um, despising a vile person, honouring those who fear the Lord, it, it just means that we should love those whom God loves in the way that God loves. So we should honour people who, do, who seek to do what is right, who seek to honour God and do what is right. And we should not honour those who seek to do what is wrong. Now, I think you know, it's easy to be confused by that word despise. It doesn't mean we should hate, hate people who don't love God, but rather it just means we need to. There's this little phrase, you know, um, love the sinner, hate the sin. And I think this is what it's, it's getting at, really, that um, love looks different for someone who, who does not love and serve God. That we can, we can still love them, we can still do good to them. Um, above all, we need to pray for them and pray that they would repent and turn to God. That's how we show our love for them. It, it just means that you know, we don't honour those people who have no regard for God and who do not uh, want to do what he, you know, he wants us to do. They, they have no, um, no regard for the way that he wants us to live. Unfortunately, in our society, the people who are like that often are honoured, you know, the people who are um, who are just kind of greedy and don't have any regard for the poor and um, lots of things. I'm sure we could all think of examples there. So that's what it means. Um, and it says, who keep an oath even when it hurts and does not change their mind. So we should be people of integrity. Now, Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. That when we say we're going to do something, then we should do it. And when we say we're not going to do something, then we shouldn't do it. Now, we should just say what we mean. Uh, again, it kind of goes back to this truthfulness. Um, you know, we shouldn't be manipulative. We shouldn't try to, to get out of doing our duty. We shouldn't try to, um, to, to deceive others into thinking we're different uh, from who we are. But we should be people of integrity who seek to do the right thing and who, who just use our words in a straightforward way. Um, rather than trying to deceive or manipulate. And then um, in verse 5 it says, who lends money to the poor without interest, who does not accept a bribe against the innocent. So money is another 
big thing in, in today's world and, and how we use our money, how we use our wealth. And uh, what the psalm says is that we should use our wealth in a, a good way. We should use it to help the poor and we shouldn't accept bribes as well. You know, we shouldn't let the love of money um, deceive us. Uh, it lead us down the wrong path into doing the wrong thing. So we should we should use our money and our wealth well to help others um, rather than being led into the wrong paths. And it says, whoever does these things will never be shaken. So elsewhere in the Psalms, it talks about not being shaken as just being you know, under God's protection, really, um, walking with him. You think back to what we had in, in Psalm 1, uh, for example, where we talked about that. You know, not being shaken, being under God's protection, walking in his ways, walking with him. So we kind of come full circle, really, going back to the beginning. So there are just a couple of things then that I would like to, to, um, to bring out just for you to think about today and this week. That what can we learn from Psalm 15 about what a good person looks like? Well, the first thing is that this is, I think, really what used to be called in this country common decency, which unfortunately is not so common anymore. But it's just the basics of loving other people and, you know, um, being a person of integrity, something that uh, British people, I think, used to uphold more than than is the case now. Um, But the thing is, it's not about how much of the Bible that you know. It's about putting that into practice. You know, we we can't just say I'm a good person and then not actually go and do anything about it. This is why I think it's important to have Psalm 14 and Psalm 15 together, because it's very easy to know a lot about the Bible. It's very easy to go to church, to read the Bible, even to pray, but not actually um, do the kind of things that Psalm 15 talks about, just to live a life of love, you know, of caring for others and so on, all of the good things that we that we thought about. This is what Jesus said in Matthew chapter uh, 23, verse 23. He was speaking to people who, um, to be honest, they they were the, the, you know, the Pharisees. They thought that they were good people and they thought they knew all about the law. Um, but this is what Jesus says to them. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill and cumin, but you have neglected the more, more important matters of the law, justice, mercy and faithfulness. You should have practised the latter without neglecting the former. So the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, they were um, absolutely scrupulous in obeying the law, but they'd neglected the important things of just, you know, love, faithfulness, you know, just just being a a decent person, if you like. And unfortunately, I can um, I can say that in my own experience, I've known people who who don't know very much about the Bible. They're Christian. They don't necessarily know very much about the Bible, but they do a um, you know um, a much better job at being a a decent person than some of the people I know who are maybe clergy, who are maybe higher up in the church, um, and you know ordained or, or whatever, who I don't think have really understood what it means just to be a decent person. So that's the first thing then that we need to actually you know let our love for God show in our, our acts you know to, 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 to be to do good, not just to say that we believe in God and read the Bible. we need to do something about it as well. 
The second thing is, and this is perhaps more important, I say perhaps more important, it definitely is, which is that we need Jesus, that no one is blameless. And as I read the list, I can think of many times when I haven't done these kind of things. And if you read through Psalm 15 and you think, yeah, tick, 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 that's all, that's all me, then I would suggest you haven't really understood it that we need to, to look at that and see, actually, there are many times when I fall down on this. And that's why we need Jesus to forgive us, to help us and to give us new life so that we are able to, to live, uh, transform lives. And, you know, day by day for God to be transforming us, to be to be good people, to be the people who obey him, who live those kind of righteous lives, who, who live in the way that he wants us to and to walk with him. And the good news is that we can come to Jesus. And when we look at that and we think, oh, I'm sorry, God, I've, I've not done that. I've not even done that in the past week, you know, let alone through the, uh, the course of my life. Then, you know, God will forgive us. He will help us and he will give us the ability to, um, to, to change us, to walk in his ways. And it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it's, it's a process. It's a lifelong process but he will do it. He'll forgive us and he'll help change us so that we can slowly, bit by bit, become good people. Now let's take a moment to pray about that as we finish. Heavenly Father, we do uh, thank you for this psalm and we're sorry, Lord, for the times when we have not been uh, good people, when we have not um, walked in your ways. And we know, Lord, that many times we uh, we fail and we, we let you down and we do not speak the truth or um, we uh, do not stand by our word or um, we're not kind or many other things, Lord. We pray that you would help us to, to change. You would forgive us and help us to change through Jesus Christ. Please help us to grow in becoming the people that you want us to be as we look to love you and love others. And please help us to put that into practice this day and each day. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks very much for watching, everyone. Do check out the website, the Understand the Bible website for more. And I hope to see you again for another one of these sessions very soon. God bless.